This is FoxCast OT, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. Here with uh, Dr. Tim Fox, founder and CEO. I always like to say this most importantly, physical therapist, doctor of physical, physical therapy. Physical therapist, never forget. Uh, Dr. Tim Fox, uh, welcome to your show, as I always like Thank to say, you. when you come on your own podcast. You travel the country a lot talking with physical therapists in our practice right. as well as outside. And there's a lot of times you like to do a little segment, which is what's on Tim's mind. And uh, we wanted to know after we just visited CSM in Denver, what's on your mind in terms of a state of the profession? Where's your head go? Geez, uh, I, I, I can't not forget about our older adults, our nation's older adults who don't have access to what it is that we deliver. Creates an awful lot of frustration for me. Why don't our nation's adults have access to clinically excellent care? Again, it goes back to ageism. It goes back to the lack of understanding of other healthcare professionals, knowledge of what it is that we can do as physical therapists. We've got a lot of work to do from a promotional perspective uh, in that area. It's not just physical therapy. It's quality, properly dosed interventions that change physiology, that change people's lives. It's dosage, but Dosage can only be received if it's delivered on the right platform or the, the right foundation. And that foundation is making a house call. It's a clinician knocking on the door to our patients and saying, hey, I'm here. There's no opportunity to call out sick. There's no opportunity for a no call, no show. Or if they have the inability to get to a clinic, which is what you saw 21 years ago. Accessibility, right? Yeah. So we've got the accessibility and the access. It's a formula, right? Accessibility allows dosage. Dosage in our clients' own environments allows the opportunity for us as clinicians to change physiology. Speaking of changing physiology, let's let's touch on our patients and, and how they clinically present to us medically complex, multiple medications, right? Frail, not doing well in life. And, and, and no one up to this point has told them and said, you're not doing well. You should be performing better than what you are today. And they go and visit their physicians multiple times a month because they have multiple chronic conditions, multiple diagnoses, multiple caregivers. And it's unfortunate and it's a crime that no one's saying, wait a minute, how are you doing functionally, right? One can be medically well and all of our chronic conditions are managed well thanks to modern medicine. And our physician medical community has done a great job, a fantastic job of slowing down the adverse effects of chronic conditions. Therefore, one is medically well, but one can be medically well but and functionally, simultaneously functionally sick. Say that again, because when people hear that, especially our Fox clinicians, when mm-hmm. you talk to them, I watch the audience, they start nodding at that line. One can be medically well and functionally sick. And yeah. that's what that's what we fix. We fix that functional sickness. And the therapy community is not talking about it like that. They've looked at rehabilitation as just a Band-Aid that you go somewhere after you've you've received a medical diagnosis and a hospitalization and then a clinician says okay what is that pre-episodic level and an untrained clinician will just who doesn't understand how to perform a proper geriatric evaluation that doesn't understand how to dose properly are just going to get that patient back to that pre-episodic level let's just get them on a walker and get them the hell out of here but no no that's not where it should be we should be rewinding if someone has a chronic condition what's that rewind period right what's the look back period and that's what i'm fighting for to educate clinicians to feel confident and strong in their clinical abilities and their examination skills to be able to get that rewind period 
period. That chronic condition started six, 12 months ago. Let's go back there. The fact that clinicians don't rewind that far is ageism. So you're talking about belief structures mm-hmm. right there. So let's go forward. You know, looking at ageism, that's changing, trying to change someone's belief structure. Let's go inside care of older adult with the belief structure of, do we ever discharge a patient then? Because if we are medically stable, fantastic. We've now got you back to function. We know we need to check in on you because function declines as you age. But we can challenge that and change physiology. Where does your head go there with it changing a belief structure going forward? Norman? God, it's, okay. it's, it's changing our terminology and vernacular. It's, it's get the word rehabilitation and throw it in the trash. It's got to be prohabilitation. It's, it's getting ahead of things. It's proactive care. We have the tests and measures and the skill set to be able to examine our clients to identify conditions at the level of impairment before they even become that functional limitation, right? Identifying a functional limitation is easy. A, a baby can identify a functional limitation. Where it takes skill, the skills of a licensed professional or a doctor of physical therapy is to examine clients when those underlying subtle conditions that are not always obvious to the naked eye or an untrained caregiver to be able to say, perform that examination on a regular basis, prohabilitation, get baselines on our clients, and maybe we treat them for shorter periods of time, not not these extensively long durations of care, but quick uh, tune-ups, so yeah. to speak, right? Uh, we, we're going to the, like, let's talk about the dentist, right? Like, we go to the dentist every six months. We're so quick to make sure we're always going to the dentist every six months, right? But what? why are we going to the physical therapist and getting your tune-up every six months? Yeah. Because we as professionals, myself, uh, as a physical therapist, are not doing a good job with our patients. We're, we've got to get confident in what it is that we do. I, I guess that's what, the way I came out of school. We're, we tiptoe we tiptoe around the issues. Don't be assertive and tell our patients what they need. You may need this. Oh, may I suggest? No, you need this intervention because it works and it's proven in the evidence, right? You asked me for my professional opinion as a physical yeah, therapist, we t- doctor we, of physical we therapy. We dance around the issues. We yeah. don't want to get serious with our patients. And our patients demand that from us as medical experts in these areas. So we got to get tough and we got to start demanding and, 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 and insisting that's what it is. Like Jack LaLanne said it, right? I insist that you get this care. And if you don't insist, then you've done them a disservice. Make sure that call to action is clear because they've asked for your professional opinion. Right. Make sure you give it. Yep. The Medicare system, like everybody's a big bad Medicare, right? No, no. Medicare actually has systems in their workflows for us as clinicians to not discharge our patients, right? That's why we have a reeval code. That reeval code is put there for a purpose. Like we, we, we've got to develop the technology and the systems to keep our patients on caseload. And then when we do end that episode of care, say to our patients based on their their social environment, their psychosocial issues, their functional status, their comorbidities and diagnoses and, and pharmacy, say, I need to follow up with you in three, six, nine, 12 months. And we not discharge our patients, but schedule follow-up care, just like any other healthcare practitioner does in this universe. But we seem to be the only practitioners that discharge our patients and never see them again. It doesn't make sense. It's not healthcare. It's not pro proactive. It's completely reactive. It's not the path or the bridge to wellness and proper aging and where we need to be, where, where, where a 90 and 100 year old needs to be. The current path that we're on, it doesn't dictate that. It's not going to allow. We've got to radically change the system and start speaking loud about it. Getting some fire from you, Dr. Fox. Yeah, here. I'm a little fired up. You got me going today, Jimmy. But I'm a little angry about it. But, actually. All right, yeah. let's, let's, switch, <laughs> let's switch the emotion. What are, what are you looking forward to? What are you optimistic about in the future in terms of care for older adults? What's something you're 
you're you you feel like it's going to happen because we're moving in the right direction. Oh, the physical that's easy. That's slam dunk. The physical therapist is in the future is that uh, a primary care non physician practitioner uh, in the home, and that's where care is delivered. We have the skill set and the tools, the differential diagnosis skill sets, our knowledge of pharmacy, adverse drug reactions, pharmacological reactions to exercise, a metabolism of drugs with exercise. That's our skill set. That's our wheelhouse. We should be everywhere in our in our patients' lives. And like I said, if we're scheduled for regular visits and wellness visits, so to speak, with our patients, we can identify those issues. And then as a result, refer to the appropriate practitioners. If, if uh, blood pressure is off or A1Cs are off, we can make those appropriate referrals and get ahead of it. And we're in the home. We're seeing them in their own functional environments and make the appropriate referrals. Keep costs way down. Low cost, high outcome providers. That's what we are. I think the theme of this podcast is confidence. We got to get confidence back. Timid. We're timid. Let's tiptoe around issues. There's no room anymore to tiptoe around issues, particularly how our older adults are indeed living longer, but they're not living better. And with physical therapy, they don't just live longer, they live better longer. And, and it's, it's a message that older adults don't know that message and caregivers and sons and daughters don't know that message until they've received our care. Though, And everybody that receives our care seems to be flabbergasted about the amazing outcomes that their, their, their mom or dad or sister or brother or, or grandma or grandpa has received. They're like, wow, I never knew this was available. So we just had some meetings uh, 10 minutes ago and actually you were in that meeting, Jimmy. We were talking about how do we get this message yeah. out. We, we've got some power. We're a large organization. We just kicked off our 20th state here at Fox uh, just last week, uh, touching more lives, getting this amazing intervention out and in the hands of our consumers. Uh, That's I feel that's uh, my primary obligation right now. Last thing I want to do, I've heard you talk about patients that you treated throughout your uh, your career as a physical therapist that really taught you a message. Any any of those come to mind when I say that? You know, someone individual, a patient who taught you a lesson or really touched you? Uh, There's a lot that just flashed through my mind. It's the moment when they realize they can do it. And it was not even so much them. It's the moment that, that the caregiver realizes, wow, there's more hope. And it lights up like it's, it's caring for your spouse and for you to see that your wife actually now has the ability to do those things. It's not going to be a downward spiral yeah. or it's not going to be as rapid as what the husband thought it was. Yeah. To see that light in their eyes and that hope. Is, uh, is is sure motivating for me. Yeah, the one line for me that resonates from my first day at this practice till today is achieving what you once thought impossible. impossible. Like that's a big deal when you put those words together in that order. It's huge. It's what it's what other healthcare professionals don't don't instill in healthcare today. They just see wrinkly old people and with no hope. Yeah, right. And that's completely uh, opposite to our culture and philosophy here. Thanks for letting cool. us uh, listen to what's on uh, on Tim's mind. Appreciate all that you do for the profession. Yeah, you got it, Jimmy. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Foxcast OT, a clinically excellent podcast. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus, freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great healthcare. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.